1: so strap yourselves in and hold
0: on to your butts it's thunder quack time hello and welcome back to the thunder quack podcast i am one of your hosts michael cohen and i'm your other
1: host amanda conkin and
0: this is our episode ranking attack of the clones but before we do that it's the
2: summer of
0: star wars it's our summer of star wars we're going to we're going to get into the into the news um, but I just start
1: to get less and less because it's weekly now.
0: Yeah. weekly. Yeah. Well it is, there's, there's less on the news right. on the talk of the news this week than there was uh, previously. Um, uh, and one of the other things that, that we want to remind people is to write in. Um, you can email us at thunderquack at gmail.com. You can also message us on Facebook and Instagram. Sorry, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, uh, facebook.com slash Thunderquack at Thunderquacknet on Twitter and at Thunderquack Podcast on Instagram. Um and uh and and let us know uh let us know your Star Wars ranking so far. That's that is of interest to us. Um of but, the
1: two that we're doing. <laughs> of the two
0: that we've done so far. Um yeah,
1: more interesting in four weeks.
0: Yeah. Uh and uh and you know like uh, just just write us in about the stuff that we've talked about on the yeah. previous episode, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, because we we want to keep the conversation going the same as we did on Quiver, the same as we do on,
2: yeah.
0: on uh, Rebel Cells, or if you have some um,
1: news that came up over the week that you want to specifically talk about, yeah. that's really awesome too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, since we don't have any of those emails yet, <laughs> uh, I'll say I, I we're going to start with some very exciting news, uh, and that was the uh, uh, Vanity Fair Star Wars article for uh, the oh, rise yeah, of Skywalker. Yeah. Um,
1: so. Why are they wearing the same outfits exactly? Does that mean that they just have the same outfits or does it mean that no time has passed?
0: It means that you're not very observant and all three of them are in completely new clothes. No, they're not. Yes, they are.
1: They look exactly
0: the same. Nope. Uh, Finn's not wearing the jacket. He's got a vest. His pants are blue with a red stripe. So completely new. That's completely new for Finn.
1: Okay, well, I wasn't really paying attention to Finn. I was more talking. Like about you
0: can you can argue with right, me about Kylo. this if you want to, but you're wrong.
1: Okay, that's fine. I, I'm glad as long as Kylo
0: he... is wearing a very similar outfit, but it's not the same. His cape has sure? a hood. Yeah, his cape has a hood now, which he's he's never had a hood on the cape before. He had in the Force Awakens. He had a hood, guess, but it didn't fine. have a cape. It so, was like, it was like part of like a no scarf case. sort of thing. Um, is yeah, it
2: gonna get
0: caught in a thing? No, <laughs> uh, worst superhero movie of all time. I uh, yeah, uh, Ray's outfit is is completely new. Is it? It's completely new.
2: It looks so similar. Of course
0: it does. She's had four costumes, including this one, and uh, three of those four costumes are very similar, but okay. each one of them is no that's good and
1: then that makes me happy i just thought that they just yeah. all look like hers, we could, like, hers have has a hood up on it as day. well
0: um, oh i see the side
1: view but the hood
0: so the under tunic on ray's outfit is m- closer to the tunic and the pants are more similar to her uh, i guess the boots as well to her outfit at the end of the force awakens beginning of the last jedi the okay. one with the vest so that's okay. basically the same. Yeah. But then she's got the the wrap Seems over so that that's very similar but a different color from the one from either of the other ones okay. that she wore before. Because the one I that she wore. This is
2: this one of the photos too?
0: Yeah. So okay. the one that she wore, it's, this is why I linked the article in the rundown. That's all right.
1: Was I supposed to read the rundown? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't read the rundown. I'm sorry. It's
0: okay. <laughs> Hey, don't apologize to me. <laughs> apologize to the listeners. No, they're just going to bring uh, it
1: along with me as, uh, <laughs> as I
0: look. No, they're not. <laughs> They've seen these pictures already. I did already. see it.
1: I saw some um, of the pictures. I got distracted.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah. there's a hood on her tunic. Um, she's she got. Has a
1: cape in all of these photos from previously. Unless this is. No, unless what? this is. Is this one of the new ones? This no. Is one new
0: ones. Kylo Ren has a cape, but he has a hood now on the oh. cape. Oh. There's a hood attached to the cape.
1: That's so minute. How did you notice that?
0: Because I looked at it. I, don't know. I like I don't, I don't. How did you notice that with my eyes mostly? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I I licked my computer screen. <laughs> I could tell. I yeah. I I, I looked at it. Do we know who
1: this is? This purple person. Uh
0: yeah. So that's Carrie Russell's character. Carrie <gasps> Russell. Um, <gasps> <laughs> good God.
1: I'm a terrible Star Wars
0: fan. You're the worst. Um. That's awesome. Yeah, let me open up let me open up the article myself. Um I wanna say that her name is Zori. It's something like that. Oh, I don't have Chrome. That's why that's not gonna work. Chrome? Uh not on my phone, because it's an Apple phone, so I just gotcha. use Safari. That makes sense. Um Yeah. Uh what is her name? Wait, that's annoying. Um of course, these these pictures are taken by Annie Leibovitz, which for she's people fabulous. who don't know, she's a, a very famous uh, probably a the photographer, only photographer probably, I
1: know by name.
0: Probably the most famous yeah. photographer,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, in modern time, mm-hmm. um, Zori Bliss—that's her name. Uh, I played by Carrie Russell. We don't know anything about this character other than the way that she looks. Interesting. Um, yeah. And, like from uh,
1: these photos like that's when we found out about
0: this her. photo and there when when those costume pictures leaked oh, okay right. she was on there but the name the, the name, the, name was wasn't name there was so we didn't know her name yet um and she was i is she on that leaked poster she might be on the leaked poster um but yeah uh, we didn't really know anything about this sure. character um and we certainly didn't know that it was Carrie Russell's character. So it'll be very interesting if uh, she ever takes that mask off. I, I anxious fans immediately started saying, "She must be. Oh yeah, she is on that leaked poster. She must be Ray's mother." Um, oh, that's I highly
1: doubt. That's the least, least, that's the least it. interesting choice. I highly doubt it. No, why can't um, we just like agree that we're never going to yeah. find out Ray's parents, and that what Kylo told her is correct—that they don't care about her—and
0: yeah well, story. I mean, like yeah, let's agree that this what the story dictated is that who her parents are are not that's not important,
1: yeah, I'd like that
0: that's what's important about Ray yeah, is so that, that like
1: it doesn't matter her mean, parents
0: weren't special, yeah. she is special, yeah, on her own merit, and I think like this is one of those things in Star Wars that it drives me nuts like i I know that the Skywalkers are important, that that's the focal point of the Skywalker saga. But the whole point of the Skywalker saga coming to an end is that Rey is not a Skywalker. She's not connected to that family at all. And the lineage of it doesn't matter. And she doesn't have to be magically created by midichlorians, like conceived by midichlorians. Do you
1: believe that they won't do that? I hope they don't.
0: Yeah, no. All the things you're saying. It won't have anything to do with any of that. It has to do with the fact that Luke was supposed to restore the Jedi Order, didn't, and then the force went, okay, we'll fix this. <laughs> right. And yeah, that's and true, yeah. created Rey. Right. Right? Okay. Like like not not a a virgin birth creation story, but just like, like just like the the force was awakened through her. She right, is yeah. the one who is bringing the force back to the galaxy, the light side, right? And Kylo Ren is the one who's bringing the dark side back to the galaxy, and it's it's balanced. It it's it's still in balance, but it's yeah, it, it it's 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 complicated to talk about. But and and I don't want to go off into like a whole Star Wars thing yet. <laughs> we'll get into yeah. Attack of the Clones, but. But yeah, I mean, like, the, that it's. It doesn't need to be special families all right. the time. Yeah. And it, it drives me nuts that everybody gets upset when it's not about the special family, right? Um, yeah. I mean, like, the, the story, like, the novels, the expanded universe, comic books, video games, everything really, really wanted to focus on that idea.
1: Well, Annie Leibovitz always says the photos.
0: She did the ones. For yeah, she the she's games. done them for uh, I believe every movie since Empire. Yeah. Because nobody cared about A New Hope, right? Nobody right, cared yeah, yeah. about Star yeah, Wars yeah. when it was in production, Um, but then Empire was the sequel to the biggest movie of right. all time, right? Okay. So, I and I I'm fairly certain because in the article it says that she's been taking pictures of Star Wars for forty years. Wow. And that, that's cool. Yeah. That, that would mean sense. since yeah. Empire. Um That's awesome. Yeah. So I yeah, I mean like uh, I can remember her her photos of the prequels in Vanity Fair. I haven't right. had I probably don't have. I it do.
1: Anymore. I think I kept that it. I Vanity think I kept Fair the from one from the Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure I Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I had that somewhere.
0: So, um yeah, I mean yeah, she's she's been taking pictures of Star Wars forever. Okay. Um
1: Okay. Well, good, anyway, sorry that I just I no, just saw okay. the photos and I was like, wait, what does this mean? What does it mean?
0: Well, yeah, is so, like, sounds... the, the idea that the Skywalkers are special, I mean, like, I think that a lot of fans are tied to that because the expanded universe and the limited, the three movies that we had for a long time and then the three movies that came along after that were all about the Skywalkers. Yeah. And now the whole point of the sequel trilogy is that things die <laughs> they end and the next generation will carry on the 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 flame right like mm-hmm. they'll carry on the the same ideology mm-hmm. as the skywalker saga but it doesn't need to be the skywalker saga yeah. it doesn't It like that's not it it's not important that it's one family it's
1: It's yeah. It's all, it's, I guess the thing about watching these prequels that has been the most interesting is to go back and realize just how unimportant it was that Anakin was just some kid that just was created. Like, it's just like this idea that like, where did he come from? Who are the Skywalkers? Why do they matter? It really goes back to this, like, you know, the slave lady. It really, like, Mm -hmm. she just sort of had this kid and then died. And it's like he just became who he is because that's how the the, like force shaped him and the people around him and the Jedi. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting if like the rise of Skywalker is just talking about like ending that specific blip in like, in something that wasn't supposed to happen. Right. Like Anakin wasn't supposed to be trained like, there were things that weren't supposed to happen and somehow it like destroyed the whole
2: galaxy.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, like, there's so many ways that they can take this movie. In. I so- love
1: Star Wars. I'm excited to watch it. I just want to watch it now. Somebody could. Somebody is watching it right now.
0: Somebody on the planet is watching a Star yeah. Wars movie right now, or no, Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker. Skywalker? Because they're working on yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, probably not, because they're working in California. It's 9 o'clock at night. Somebody is working I on something. You
1: woefully underestimate the film
0: industry. They no, somebody somebody right answer. now is definitely working on Star Wars. Yeah. But I don't think that anybody's watching the movie. I think somebody... There's probably some guy at ILM who's sitting at his desk waiting for a render to finish. Yeah, well... Or something like that. Fair. Like, you know, like because they're behind schedule or something like that. Yeah. But J.J. Uh, but Abrams is probably at home right now. Have they wrapped? Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They wrapped. Back That's what I mean. In, like all of like the April. things are
1: like with people right now. Somebody could be yeah. watching it. I'm so excited.
0: Somebody could be watching it right now. Maybe they're finishing watching it right now because they because they, they just got picked just... off
1: at a studio over in Singapore, which just started their day a couple hours ago.
0: <laughs> Maybe.
2: And
1: they just got hot. High- it's a it's a Tuesday over there. Maybe they. Just, anyways, sorry. Um, I'm excited that if you could know all the things in the universe, ooh. Sorry, this isn't the after show, but I will just say that somebody just said something about like Google being able to make chips that so you don't have to learn anything ever again. You could just uh-huh. have like a search browser in your head. Oh, scary. Seven.
0: Is it scary or is it great? Really cool because it's you could just
1: learn everything and know everything.
0: It so. I saw a meme yesterday that was a uh, uh, ridiculous nineties teacher meme or something okay, like that yeah. and it's like a teacher and he's like making a funny face and like a ridiculous face with his eyes pointing in two different directions and uh, and making like the like the duck lips nice. and I uh, I it's it's like the caption on it is well oh, you're not always gonna have a calculator yeah. in your pocket and it's yeah. like we do all have calculators really in our pockets good. all the yeah. time
2: yeah
0: um and and that the thought that like yes it's under it's important to understand the fundamentals of math, um, but it's also it's also not that important if you're not going to go into that field. Yeah. So there's a there's a certain point where you shouldn't have to learn anymore. If you can do your taxes, I think that for the majority of people, that's the amount of math that they need.
1: I will say too. I have to like work on budgets and spreadsheets like as part of my job, and I rely on formulas like hundred percent. Like you just have to know the formulas work and trust in it. Like, but that's the that's the level you need to get
0: to to do your taxes, right? But yeah, that's
1: what I mean. But like, I don't know the actual math. I just know that you do this times this, and you get the thing you need, right? Like Like that's what I mean. Even like like, even like doing math. I really let the spreadsheets run it for me in the majority of cases.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is that, like, the computers, they do that stuff. Um, History, it's important to learn the lessons of history, but it is not important. It's never been important to remember the dates and names of history. It's important to understand i i don't know let's pick anything it's suffrage it's right. important to understand why that happened what led to it and what the result and the consequences of it are yeah right like that's what's important
2: yeah
0: names and dates not as important no. especially now names and dates i can google it i, I can look it up on Wikipedia the only people and get names from world
1: war Two that i remember are hitler yeah and archduke ferdinand wait that's world war that's I. world
0: war one yeah Don Don what about Don Don churchill and churchill yeah, yeah. okay uh, I I confused my my uh my wars your there. wars your world wars, um I mean like Archduke Ferdinand is important in World War Two in the sense that if, if, if world, world War One doesn't, doesn't happen, happen, yeah, World, world War Two doesn't happen doesn't, doesn't either. Anymore. But um, you should
1: still learn history, everybody, because it's well, important. yeah, you should
0: you should learn history, but memorization. Well,
1: yeah, it's not yeah. is yeah. not important.
0: Knowing things by rote is not important. Uh, free thinking and creativity. Yeah, like, like
1: essays, like writing about the stuff, yes. extrapolating knowledge. Yeah. Like wh- It's about reading it and understanding what happened. But that's the same with, with like every high-level thinking. Like when you yeah. read something, it's not about like what is the names of these main characters. It's yeah. like important. You well, need to know the names of the main characters so you know what they do or, or why they're important.
0: This ties into what I was saying in the pre-show, which if you want to hear, you got to pay $5 on Patreon. Mm-hmm. I... You want to hear the whole thing, but but it that ties into the idea of like it's not Thor shooting thunder at that or lightning at right. Thanos isn't the important part of his story in Endgame. Right, yeah, yeah. There's more important yeah. stuff that yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah. So it's the same idea, and that critical thinking um of you know like like watching a movie, reading a book, reading a comic, playing a video game. Um, interacting with another human being, maybe, yeah. uh, and and using your critical thinking in order to evaluate what you're seeing uh, is that's a skill that's that a lot of people don't have, and they don't have it because it's not taught in schools. Cri- critical thinking is is uh, is a university thing. Um, so when you get into post secondary, you you can get into critical thinking. But oh, God, goes to the curc- they, they
1: may be changing the curriculums. I mean, well, that's we the whole. School like 15 years that's ago. the
0: whole point of Common Core and the change to Common Core, is that Common Core is a focus on critical thinking and not memorization and and knowledge by rote. So, okay. knowledge by rote being like I remember a name and a date, but I don't. I couldn't tell you for the life of me why, why. that's important. Yeah, 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 right. Um,
1: Which I do like, I remember, I remember (laughs) that sometimes that it's like, the person was like, if you can't remember the name, describe it and we'll give you marks. Right, like the idea of like it's not necessarily important that you yeah. know the exact name of the person, but understanding like what it is and why why we're asking and yeah. stuff. So,
0: well, yeah, I mean, like if you're studying Shakespeare, knowing everybody's name, like knowing who Fortinbras isn't as important when you're studying Shakespeare as understanding the concept of a foil,
2: yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, much
0: yeah. more important to understand what a foil is and why Fortinbras is in Hamlet, yeah, yeah. because otherwise, you're like. And then suddenly we're talking about this guy over here that doesn't have anything to do with the actual story? Why are yeah. we Why are we stopping in the middle of this play to talk about some guy who's conquering over there? Yeah. It's like, like the point is that it's a character to compare Hamlet to. That's what he's supposed to be.
2: This is
1: related to Star Wars, uh-huh. because have you seen the trailer for Ophelia? No. It's a new Daisy Ridley movie called Ophelia. Oh, yeah. it's, oh it's I have. have. From, yes, from, I have. Because yeah. I was watching... Yeah, it just it's interesting that... Of all of the movies, all of the the Shakespeare plays that they could have done from a woman's perspective, Ophelia would not have been...
0: Your first choice? My
1: first... Because also, I just really dislike Ophelia. So I'm, like, really excited to see, like, what... Well, actually, I just generally speaking dislike Hamlet as well, because it's, you know, like, the white male, like story of like where do I fit in this world and my privilege and I just there's something like universal about that that I just love to hate (laughs) because it's kind of like oh shut up Hamlet you whiny little Like honestly, sure. Okay, he's Hamlet's the worst.
0: Oh yeah, yes he is. But that's kind of the point, right? Yeah. He's supposed to be the worst.
2: Yeah.
0: You're not. I. I don't. If you're reading Hamlet or you're you're seeing the performance of Hamlet, Hamlet, and you relate to Hamlet, then you need to pull your head out of your ass, in which it is firmly placed. Yeah. yeah, Because Hamlet is not a likable character. That's the whole point of of horatio is that horatio is like dude i'm your best friend and even i can't stand you anymore (laughs) yeah right like he's like knock it off yeah Yeah. so yes
1: anyways but i'm interested most of the
0: main characters in shakespeare that when i say main character like the protagonist and almost all of the main the big shakespeare stories is not a relatable or likable character i mean like macbeth is not you're supposed to you're not supposed to like macbeth yeah, he's yes. doing bad things he's yeah. making the wrong choices yeah. all four of the in characters the in Midsummer Night's well no even in the even in comedies
1: I guess I don't know I quite like Rosalind it, as you
0: like it is a good play. okay but I I, I said in the thing. main in the main yeah Shakespeare that's not <laughs> the one that are
1: famous the yeah. famous Shakespeare
0: sure So you're being a Shakespeare nerd (laughs) and not understanding that the majority of people... People know,
1: Rosalind, if you've ever had to do a Shakespeare monologue, you know that she's the only good monologues, because everybody else is whiny and terrible.
0: And And the majority of people (laughs) don't have to do Shakespeare monologues, Amanda. (laughs) Your experience is not the universal experience. What? Yeah. But
1: my dad died, (laughs) my uncle married my mother... (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's not true at all.
1: My own experience.
0: Uh, it's yeah. So that uh, was me being
1: Hamlet. If anybody <laughs> didn't get it, because you don't understand Hamlet. Uh,
0: let's save the Shakespeare talk for when we get into Attack of the Clones. I was going to say um,
1: it's on topic though. Because it, it's somewhat on topic. We're talk, whenever we talk it's about like Coriolanus, that's what Attack of the Clone is because it's like a Shakespeare play, but also one that you don't care about because it's like political and boring. But you know the main sure. character, and you know that something bad happens to yeah.
0: them. If, yeah, if the main character of that play then goes on to be the bad guy in <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, and you're like, wait, what? He has a whole story before this?
1: I would say that There's the God. Henrys do that, because in... Anyway, sorry, I'll stop talking about
0: We'll get into it <laughs> but, in Attack of the phones, It's yeah. appropriate for that. Let's get through the news. Aladdin came out on Friday... I saw it because I'm a good geek. You didn't see it because you... I,
1: because my mom's in town this week and I totally thought my mom was going to come with me to see it and then it turns out we're just going to drink wine at my house instead, which I'm okay with.
0: You live like 10 minutes we're away from the movie be, theater yeah, that you can drink wine in. I I know. Like, I
1: don't know. Should, like, yeah. go
0: drink wine in the movie theater. I know. Anyway. Anyways. Anyways okay, well, it's great.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, excited to see it. I have time this week. Oh, no, I don't have time this week. I'm not going to be able to see
0: it until... <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I until
1: Thursday.
0: Andy and I... Yeah, please, p- recount your schedule for everybody on the podcast. Sorry. And, oh, especially the people who aren't listening to this until Friday. <laughs> I, uh, Andy and I just finished recording a... Uh, not, it's not a spoiler cast. Uh, Thunderquack reviewed episode about it. that will be up on YouTube later this week. Um, or maybe is already up on YouTube, depending on when you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, get it early on Tuesday. Uh, Ooh, for a dollar on nice. Patreon, no, no, not the Aladdin, this this podcast, right, yes, you get yes. early. Um, so if you're listening on Friday and you're yeah. like, "This is old news, <laughs> well, that's because you didn't pay for it. Um, <laughs> so you get old news, I'm sorry, uh, you get the leftovers i uh, yeah, it's it's great. the music, this is the unpopular opinion, and I'll, I don't care who gets mad at me for it. I think the songs are better in the new version. Um, than they are in the original. Uh, I I really really like the new arrangements, but
1: uh, this is good. I'm glad this like you're giving me this because I might I, I do want to see it. I just didn't know how badly I wanted to see it. So. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, like, I got emotional in the first five minutes of the movie.
1: Okay, I will say it's live action, but how much of it is animated? Because the carpet is animated, and like Abu is, Abu animated, is animated.
0: But it's a lot of practical sets. Okay. It's mostly people. <laughs> okay. It's it's not Lion King, which was all animated. Yeah. Right. Um no, yeah, it's, it's were like you the, more
1: excited for Aladdin or Lion King?
0: Um I don't know. It's that's it's difficult. I Lion King Lion King's one of those ones where it's like it's great, but I kind of feel like it's a little bit of its time.
1: Mm. Um
0: whereas and Aladdin very Hamlet. And very Hamlet. <laughs> Aladdin is a little bit more timeless for me. Okay. Um interesting. I don't know. I th- I think I like Aladdin better, but it's it's really it's really tough. I like I certainly like the characters in Aladdin more than I like the characters in Hamlet. I mean, Hamlet <laughs> and Lion King. Um, as right. an adult, as a kid, I think I probably would have said Lion King. Okay, but as an adult, when I go back and I watch Lion King, um, I think because I do understand that it's Hamlet, and I think right. because I look at it with that lens, uh, and okay. I. And and then I look at it critically and go like well it doesn't Yeah, it's Hamlet, except it doesn't really fit the themes or the story of Hamlet at all.
2: Well mm-hmm.
0: right? Like like it's it like when people say that it's Hamlet, it's like it takes inspiration from Hamlet. It's
2: not
1: I don't think it was like meant
0: to be. No, yeah, yeah. Well no, it is, I mean it is meant to be mm-hmm. lions doing Hamlet, yeah. but it's like they change so much that they it becomes its own thing, which is good. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think as somebody who is a big fan of Hamlet, because Hamlet would be my favorite Shakespeare play. Of course it would be. Um, that's Not the, for Hamlet, That's the
1: Shakespeare equivalent of being a basic white girl.
0: <laughs> but, okay, yeah, if I was like, oh, Hamlet, because Hamlet's so deep. But yeah. I don't like Hamlet because of how deep it is. I like Hamlet because it has some of the best comedy. But it's subversive comedy. I mean, like, like, I like it when Shakespeare is funny in spite of the drama yeah, like it's a tragedy so. yeah, yeah and yet rosencrantz and Guildenstern are two of the funniest characters yeah. that he ever wrote yeah yorick it. is a funny character even though he's like a sad clown in a graveyard yeah right like like the, it's 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 black humor right i will and say i, like I understand
1: objectively that hamlet yeah. is one of is like the best one I
0: and get it. and 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 I like Horatio as a character, and, like, from my perspective, Horatio is really the protagonist yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of that story, because he's the only person who survives. He
1: gets to say the flights of angels, right? Yeah, It's yeah. the best line in all of Shakespeare. Um, well, maybe
0: not, but... But, almost. I mean, like, I, it's uh, that tends to be my thing with with Shakespeare, is that I like to go for the characters that are on the side. Like, I like mm-hmm. Mercutio more than I like
1: Romeo. I he likes Mercutio
0: better than well, yeah, like romeo like
1: Romeo, because Romeo's... Whining little bitch. Why yeah. is everybody so whiny and terrible? <laughs> I don't
0: know Jesus. why you keep saying biatch like it's nineteen ninety five. Because
1: I don't want to say bitch on the podcast. <laughs>
0: then don't say either. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, it's. I just. It's not better to say biatch. That's not. Are you sure? Well, you're still swearing. Oh. Okay. It's still a curse word. I think that if you said biatch in an uh, elementary school, you'd still get in trouble. Really. Yes, oh, a okay. hundred and ten percent. And. You also sound like a dumb person, so you're not winning on anything. (laughs) It's a lose-lose situation.
1: Is it things that I shouldn't be saying? I actually, now that we're on this topic, I'm going to take it all the way. Because my impulse was to say bish, but then I realized that that's like a slang terminology that's been like appropriated Mm -hmm. from like...
0: That's urban culture. Yeah,
1: urban culture. And so I'm not urban at all. all. You're as
0: far away from that as it gets. You're from Ventura. say that.
1: But then I'm like, can I say biatch? (laughs) And then aside from.
0: Should you say bitch to begin with? Because is that not a sexist term? No,
1: it is. Okay, fine. So. You win. But. Brat. Brat. They're
0: whiny little brats. They're obnoxious. Don't like, like yeah, this, but this is the challenge is like, don't yeah. just say the same thing over and over. Come yeah. up with something new. Turn a phrase, turn a phrase. Yeah. Whiny brats. Well, I mean, Whiny brats wouldn't be you turning a phrase, <laughs> but like come up with something, be creative. Yeah. <laughs> Improvise. <laughs> Anyways, um, go see Aladdin, listen to Thunderquack reviewed on YouTube. And if you're at the $5 level on, uh, on Patreon, um, the last thing we'll talk about before we get into the big topic, Harrison Ford recently was asked, uh, whether or not somebody else should take the reins of Indiana Jones when he's done with the character. And he said quite simply, no. (laughs) So if I can speak for Harrison, uh, we're on a first name basis, of course, I, I'll expound on that a little bit. I, it's okay for things to end. Right. It's fine. It's, it's fine for a thing to be done.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. It's also fine for Alden Ehrenreich to come in and play Han Solo. That's that's also fine. But like, maybe we don't need more Indiana Jones. I think if the the I I what is it? The Chronicles of Young Indiana Jones or whatever it's called, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. What is that? a series of miniseries about young Indiana Jones in which Indy is played by I think like four different actors at oh. different ages of his life. Interesting. Um if that told us anything, it's that we don't It's not it's not that a to... character
1: either though. Like Indy, I don't see excuse you. See you. Your face. Your excuse face you. <laughs> was it immediate I've never It's seen
0: not that you. great of a character. I've never seen
1: you have that much to say in like a millisecond. <laughs>
0: Well, Indiana Jones (laughs) is um number two on the AFI. I don't I don't know what their current ranking is. They're the last time that back in the day AFI used to do AFI is the American Film Institute. They used to do these T V specials um where they would uh rank like all of the cinema's best heroes and, and cinema's best villains. Darth Vader is the number one villain. Han Solo, I think, was like number five hero. Wow. Um, and Indiana Jones is number two. Atticus Finch is number one. Atticus Finch. Yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird, right? Um. To Kill a Mockingbird. I yeah, and India, I'm I'm almost positive Indiana Jones is number two because I was like Harrison Ford is is in the top five twice. Oh. Um, and the reason why and that that's the American film Institute and I don't care if they've changed the rankings since then in the at in, that at one point in, in the late nineties they were like Indiana Jones is the second greatest hero in film history up until this point uh, I beaten only by Atticus Finch, one of the most uh celebrated heroic characters in literature mm-hmm. uh, I, American literature at least I uh, so. Yeah, I, I, I think that the rest of the world would argue with you that Indiana Jones no, isn't that great fine. of a character.
1: It's fine. But... Uh, he just... I guess it's because I didn't grow up being all like, Indiana Jones!
0: Have you seen all of the movies? I don't know. Yeah. Perhaps. It's a real problem. I he, he just... I what are you I doing? Have.
1: I think I have.
0: You think you have?
1: I saw the one definitely with the snake pit and the one with the the boss switch like the ball in the switch
0: that's the same movie okay yeah i
1: definitely saw that one okay so that's where i saw the crystal Crystal skull okay because i don't know why yeah uh that was also the one with kate blanchett yeah yes okay i i probably saw the second one i don't
0: And you probably saw the second one what
1: happens in the second one
0: i it starts in i want to say shanghai
1: oh i saw the one with sean connery
0: that's Last Crusade. That's the third one. Okay. Yeah. I'm
1: pretty sure I saw the one with Shock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you're going to have to watch all of them, because at some point we're going to do Indiana yeah. Jones Ranked. So
2: Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> Sorry. You're a terrible co-host to have on <laughs> no, this show.
2: No, I'm not.
0: Yeah, because all I can talk to you about is Star Wars, barely, <laughs> Shakespeare, apparently, <laughs> and... I, uh, and, and other things that I make you watch, like, like Arrow.
1: But I, no, like, I can, it's fine. If you want me to fake it, I can talk about Indiana Jones.
0: I don't want you to fake it. That's the problem. I'm going to replace you with Curtis or Aaron.
1: <laughs> you can.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's talk um,
1: about Attack of the Clones. How come we haven't talked about Attack Because I'm here topic. for a We're very with specific reason. To talk about Hayden Christensen in Little okay. Italy, okay. <laughs> which is Romeo and Juliet, by the way. It's
0: all yeah. related. Well, the prequels are Shakespeare. Well, yeah. Where, so the original trilogy... Are we this, done with the news? Yes, let's okay. get into Attack of the So the original trilogy is Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon with a mix of Kurosawa samurai films and spaghetti westerns. All right. Like that's that's the that's the mixture that goes in to create the original trilogy indiana jones also created by george lucas is um adventure pulp uh hey, did you ever see a league of extraordinary gentlemen yes i did so sean connery plays mm-hmm. alan quatermain yeah that's a character from literature that indiana jones is modeled after Oh,
1: nice. yeah. i can see that because he
0: was in novels yeah. and stuff like that um so he's modeled after that. There was supposed to be a second trilogy of Indiana Jones movies, starting with The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. The second trilogy of indie m- films was supposed to be modeled after B serials of the 1950s. Because wow. you go from the 1930s and 40s, where the, the pop culture of the time is, is the, the adventure pulp. right? And then you fast forward 20 years into the 1950s, and uh, 60s and you're into b movies that's why they that's why the fire ants are a big thing and, like the, the the ants that try and bite them in the crystal skull you said you've seen this one uh,
1: yes I don't the really aliens remember. are important
0: the flying saucer
1: i understand i remember the aliens and you know I think, and the russians because are the bad do you aliens. want to know why i probably yeah no crystal skull i remember it yeah i don't remember so the reason why
0: aliens. all of those things are that are the enemies in that is because those are common enemies from the 1950s b, the b movies, movies. Yeah. right um, so in the same way that, that this is like, this is the thing that George Lucas does. It's the thing that I think the sequel trilogy is kind of missing. Mm-hmm. And when we get into the sequel trilogy, I'll talk about that more. Cause it does have an overarching thematic thing that ties into today. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not supposed yeah. to be today. Right. So cause it's star Wars. So it's always supposed to be you know, George Lucas. He's always looking in the past. Yeah. Um, the prequels are meant to be Renaissance era in general, uh, specifically Shakespeare, and specifically the political Shakespeare, Shakespeare. stuff. So the Warrior yeah, uh, and and you know like the, the Henrys, the Henrys, the yeah. Richard the yeah. Third. It's supposed to be stuff like that. Yeah. So. A couple. Her outfit, totally. A, a been, couple yeah. of the actors got the memo. Yeah. Ian McDiarmid totally understood what was going on. Palpatine. Oh, yeah. And that's why Palpatine is awesome throughout mm-hmm. the prequels. That's why people are psyched about him coming back in Rise of Skywalker. Um, he's also awesome, of course, in Return of the Jedi. But we spent way more time with him in the prequels than we did in Return of the Jedi. Um, Ewan McGregor got the memo as well. Mm-hmm. Um I would say Tamura Morrison who plays Django Fett in in uh in Attack of the Clones yeah, figured it, it out. Yeah, yeah. Um and 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 uh, Christopher Lee who plays Count Dooku understands what's going on. Yeah. I Samuel L Jackson was completely out to lunch on this fact. Nobody told Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman didn't care. Yeah, so well, there, yeah. I yeah, I and that's where you can see like the 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 rift between the great performances in these movies yeah. and the mediocre ones right. and the outright awful ones was really good oh count yeah. dooku is awesome yeah like there's no like even right up until he gets his head chopped off in revenge of the sith <laughs> it's spoilers for the next movie <laughs> um he gives a great performance yeah. he's, he's fantastic um and he's such a good villain and my thing with the prequels is the the problem is that one, two, and three each have different villains. Although they all have the same main villain being yeah. Palpatine, Darth Sidious, um, the adversary in each movie is a different adversary. Yeah, and that it means well, that over the course it? of the trilogy, we don't care. Yeah, yeah, because right? it's
1: it's just like villain of the week.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is not my genre anyway. So, so I think that that story would work much better if dooku was the villain from the beginning oh yeah um or more importantly if darth maul was dooku if they were the same character and i think like you would accomplish a lot of the same things with that character um i mean they do they essentially do what i wish they had done in the clone wars Darth Maul comes back. He survives getting cut in half. He's half man, half machine. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's devious. He comes up with a whole plot to take over the galaxy because he's mad that he was supposed to be. I mean, like, the end result with the Clone Wars is that we get a better story with Darth Maul anyway, so it's fine. But um, he's jealous that Palpatine had all these plans, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, Palpatine, everything was laid out. What he didn't expect to happen, his overconfidence, which is always his his biggest weakness, he thought that Darth Maul could kill Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Right. So he underestimated Obi-Wan, because he right. did kill Qui-Gon. Yeah. Um, so he had all these plans for... for the two of them, they were right. like, like Darth Maul says, "Oh, at last we'll have our revenge. We'll reveal ourselves right. to the Jedi." Blah, blah blah, all that stuff, and he's like, he's he's jazzed. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this." In Clone no, in the Phantom Menace, he oh, says, yeah. "Oh yeah, yeah." He's oh, got yeah, like three, two or three, three lines. lines, yeah, yeah, and one of them is that last, we we'll, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. Right. At last, right. we'll have our revenge. Right. Um. And and you can tell, like he's he's like he's ready. To start Palpatine's plan. It's like they've been talking about this for a long time. Right. And and then he dies. (laughs) Or at least that's what we're we're meant to believe. And then Dooku comes along, takes over, and does everything that that Darth Maul was supposed to do. In the Clone Wars, we learn that Darth Maul was totally capable of doing everything that Dooku was doing. Uh Now, Dooku probably would have still been part of the plan. He just wouldn't have been a Sith. Right. he would have He would have stayed, like, Palpatine would have used him as, like a, a more as political still as the Count. Because yeah, yeah. that's, he's, it's less important that he's a Sith, it's more important that he's the Count of Serena. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Because he's rallying the Separatist yeah. systems yeah. to the cause, right? Um, And they want to rally behind a rich dude, because they're Republicans. That's, that's the allegory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it would have been better if, if it would have just been Darth Maul all the way throughout. Um, but Unfortunately, George Lucas opted for a movie monster in the first movie, not a character, Yeah, and then came back from that in Attack of the Clones, but then for some reason decided in Revenge of the Sith to get rid of a great character right off the bat, like 10 minutes, and 15, maybe 20 minutes into the movie, and replace him with a Transylvanian robot um general grievous right
1: yeah oh i forgot general grievous is coming up
0: grievous is a terrible character i like i darth maul and the phantom menace before the clone wars and before he came back and became one of the greatest characters in star wars and then even throughout star wars rebels um man darth maul has such a great story
2: really uh
0: yes i mean like his entire arc up until the end in in uh, in Star Wars Rebels is phenomenal, okay. um, and the Does, way that he intersects with all of these different characters. And
1: Rebels takes place after Solo, or yes, yeah, okay,
0: uh, yeah, after Solo. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, because uh, yeah, Rebels is basically in like the three or four years leading right up to Rogue One. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, his story in in the animated stuff is awesome and sam whitworth plays darth maul um and sam whitworth actually voices darth maul and in solo. solo as well yeah, i uh, saying, yeah. yeah it's it's such a shame but it's also this thing where it's like well we wouldn't have gotten that story if the prequels weren't what they were yeah and it's funny because i have this perspective on the prequels that like i like them i like the story but I don't actually like the movies. Right. <laughs> Going back through them right now, it's like, I don't like these movies very much. I don't like Attack of the Clones very much. I definitely don't like The Phantom Menace very much. Right. They're very boring movies. Yeah. Um, Revenge of the Sith, less so. I think next week we'll a have a little bit, bit more, more positive yeah. to say. Yeah. But I love the prequel era because of the Clone Wars. Mm. And it's amazing that the animated stuff was able to pull that era sort of out of that mire Mm -hmm. and even elevate it at times I think to the level of the original trilogy there are some stories Obi-Wan Kenobi's arc um, over the course of the Clone Wars that leads him into Revenge of the Sith that helps you understand where he and Anakin are at and more importantly for me helps me understand how distracted he was and how much grief he was dealing with in that time period that he completely ignored all of the warning signs with Anakin.
1: Right. That because he, it just like means more because you understand where
0: he was coming Yeah, cuz yeah. it the, Darth Maul is part of this storyline, but he, I we learn that when Obi-Wan was young he had a relationship with a duchess, the Duchess of Mandalore. Uh or well she becomes the Duchess of Mandalore at the time she's like not a, a Mandalorian duchess,
1: right. like Boba of that
0: yes but okay. no so mandalore is split into multiple factions okay. and modern mandalore has turned its back on the warrior stuff mm. that's why Django fett is a bounty hunter that's mm. why like he's able to be hired and all of this stuff that's why there are no mandalorian warriors in, when we get into the the classic trilogy like oh, okay. their their tradition is kind of wiped out um, and the tradition that we see in the Clone Wars is that Mandalore is much more art focused they um and actually like their art at that time is uh cubism like they're very there's a lot of like abstract and cubist stuff in in their design and and cool. um their world um and this is all George lucas stuff like this is all what he wanted the stories that he wanted to tell. But Dave Filoni directs everything. But George Lucas is the one who like would say to Dave like These are the stories we're gonna tell
2: in the Clone Wars. In the
0: Clone Wars, yeah. yeah. So they're all George level canon. So for people who are like, Oh, Clone Wars is cartoons, well, it's all George Lucas storytelling. Right. Yeah. Um, so they're just as valid as the movies, um, if that's how you measure that stuff. I. But Obi Wan has this relationship with with Satine, and um. Obviously, it can't go anywhere because she's a politician and he's a Jedi. Interesting.
2: Yeah, right. Interesting
0: yeah. parallel, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they part ways until the Clone Wars brings them back together when Obi-Wan and Anakin are assigned to protect Satine because of an assassination attempt. Oh, geez. So it's like there, there's this great parallel and, it, and the story flips where now Obi-Wan is distracted by this woman that he's in love with. Um, it's unrequited love. It's it's, but it's it's going back to Shakespeare, going back to Hamlet. <laughs> Obi Wan is Anakin's foil in this story. The the it's the story of yes. It's the same. Ewan, Sateen Ma- Sateen Ewan Sateen McGregor S- is S- the love interest S- of Satine S- in Wulan Rouge. Rouge. Yes. And
1: I did, sorry, I just had to Google it. I was like, yeah. Are you sure that you? <laughs> You're nope,
0: that's long. her name, Satine. That's awesome. yeah. yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I believe that's intentional.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mm.
0: she doesn't have red hair though, she's blonde. I, but yeah, so the story between Satine and Obi-Wan is like Fortinbras's to Hamlet, right? What if Hamlet didn't do everything wrong,
2: right? Yeah, what yeah, if yeah. Hamlet
0: was the man that he's supposed to be? What if he lived up to his potential? Right. He'd be Fortinbras's and he'd, and he'd be out there conquering denmark right yeah i and obi-wan and satine are this example of like the exact same story they met when they were young they fell in love but their duty and their their ideologies were more important than their personal feelings they went their separate ways and this culminates in tragedy i not to give away this story in the cloners but um well,
1: but wait obi-wan doesn't end up with yeah, this girl
0: <laughs> darth maul ends up killing satine <gasps> and that like Spoiler. which well it, but it's it's, it's all important. part of darth it's, maul's yeah, yeah, yeah. revenge for, for what maul. obi-wan did to darth maul yeah, yeah, yeah. right because that's
1: like a great story it's so good and it's so, of so, good,
0: and it's really so shakespearean yeah. of like obi-wan cut darth maul in half because darth maul killed his master yeah right in a, in out of anger, channeling the dark side, which he shouldn't have done, so that moment of weakness of using the dark side to defeat Darth Maul creates the monster that eventually kills the woman that he loves.
1: Right? It's, yeah. How yeah,
0: Shakespearean it's, it's, is very that? Shakespearean, yeah. The prequels are awesome. Yeah. Just not the movies. Yeah. <laughs> but if you can remove the films from the story, and you can step outside of that and replay the stories in your head which distance and time from the movies from viewing the movies yeah. allows you Love to do it. that yeah and especially watching through the clone wars and becoming familiar with those versions of the characters much better portrayals of those characters uh it's very easy to then see not Hayden Christensen as Anakin but, but Matt Lanter is right. Anakin Skywalker and uh, uh, James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan Kenobi and to see those characters going through the steps that happen in and then you just, like plans.
1: put it you would like project it yeah. onto so in
0: yeah. the same way that Superman to me is not Christopher Reeves or Tom Welling he's both right not to mention yeah. the Max Fleischer cartoons and the comic books And Tim Daly in the animated stuff. Like Superman isn't a character. Superman is an idea. And I have my own idea of what a true Superman story is. I also have my own idea of what the true story of Anakin Skywalker is. And um, one of the things that we talked about when we were watching it, we actually watched this one together because the Attack of the Clones was the first activity that Amanda and I did as friends. We, We sat and watched it in your basement when we were teenagers I
1: it was the first time I had watched it I don't think I had watched it before yeah right
0: I don't know I don't remember I
1: think that that was like the thing where you were like how have you not
2: watched Attack of the Clone?
0: uh yeah I probably said that because how had you not watched Attack of the Clone? um Yeah, uh, so when we were watching it, I said, how much better would this story be if instead of Anakin being whiny about, I'm not the Jedi I'm supposed to be. Right, yeah. I want to be all-powerful. I'm going to be the most powerful Jedi ever. If instead he looked at the Jedi Council and Obi-Wan saying, like, you're just having – these are just nightmares. They're not visions. They're just nightmares you can't go to Tatooine, you can't go rescue your mother, you need to forget about your family, you're a Jedi now, if you looked at that and went, the order is broken, Mm -hmm. I could have saved my mother, Obi-Wan was gaslighting me, essentially, like, telling me, like, it's okay, they're dreams, dreams will pass, and it's like, no, they weren't dreams, they were visions, he's the chosen one,
1: right, yeah, take him
0: more seriously, yeah, right, yeah, and that is that is the mistake of the Jedi Council. They look at Anakin Skywalker and, and especially uh, Mace Windu and Yoda look at Anakin and go, especially Mace, he's not what this prophecy says he is. Oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, Mace is skeptical of that from the beginning, right? And Yoda is like, eh, this could go either way. Um, he, Yoda's point is more so... We don't know what that prophecy means.
2: Oh, really? right. Yeah, yeah. It's an
0: ancient prophecy. The, the chosen one will bring balance to the Force. There's a great comic in... in uh, it's, it's totally not canon. Mm-hmm. It's uh, in a Star Wars Tales, which were like these anthology comics that they were doing around the time of the prequels. Um, and there's a great little sort of like five or six page story of Yoda and Mace in a diner on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it evokes the diner scene from Pulp Fiction because oh, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're sitting and they're discussing this prophecy and what does it mean that Anakin will bring balance to the Force and uh, and and Mace is like, well, if he if he is the chosen one, if he is going to bring bring balance to the Force, isn't that a good thing? And Yoda takes uh, the salt shaker and the pepper shaker and he pours out oh, right. the salt. And it's 10,000 grains of salt. And he goes, this is 10,000 grains of salt. And then he takes the pepper shaker and he pulls, with the force, he pulls two grains of pepper out of it. And he goes, this is the Sith. These are the Jedi. And then he blows the salt away until there's only two grains of salt remaining and two grains of pepper. Two, two, uh, whatever, uh, kernels of pepper, whatever. And uh, and he goes, this is balanced, too right yeah this defeating the sith isn't balance right it's peace but it's not balance right this is balance and and it just kind of ends on that and it's like did anakin balance the force because all but I, i mean like now with all the stories there were a million other jedi out there it's so obnoxious but, really yeah there's like every every time they want to tell a story now they go well except for this one jedi who escaped the purge oh really and yeah. so it makes every single one that escaped the purge less special
2: yeah
0: right um this new there's a new video game coming out this fall that's another jedi that escaped the purge oh. and it's like as far as i'm concerned
1: it's just yoda
0: i uh, yoda obi-wan Kanan Jarus, and i mean luke and leia although yeah. they're not jedi yeah. yet but Kanan jarrus Kanan Jarrus is one of the main characters in Star Wars Rebels, um, and Ahsoka mm-hmm. Tano, but she's not a Jedi at that point. She mm-hmm. turns her back on the Order and whatever. Um, Does Ahsoka survive? Yes. Yeah, another foil for Anakin when she sees that the Jedi Council is corrupted by the Dark Side and because they've been working for the Sith Lord, whether they knew it or not, she goes, you, like, this is broken. The Jedi Order is broken. I'm I've not I've
1: always wondered what, to what happened it. to Ahsoka and I haven't yeah. asked because I wanted to figure it out on my own.
0: Sorry. No, it's okay. um, it's well, watch it. I watch know. the Clone Wars. It's on net. Well, actually, no. You lost your chance. It's not I know. On Netflix it's going to be
1: on the new Disney thing, though.
0: Yeah. It It'll probably be on Disney Plus, but it might not be because it was produced by Warner Brothers. <gasps> so. No. Yep. Don't you have all
2: the DVDs?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I absolutely have all the Blu-rays, but I lent you season one I and know, season and I two, and you kept them. them for like a year and I never know. watched them. Um. I lost my
2: right.
0: So, I yeah. So. Uh we have not talked a lot about the Clone Wars <laughs> or Attack of the, <laughs> the Clones War, specifically. Yeah. We talked around it a lot.
1: Well, I mean but what is ever
0: The thing about Attack okay. of the Clones is that it's a very, very everybody goes after the Phantom Menace for being boring. But the Phantom Menace starts boring. Like we said last week, it should open on Naboo with the invasion. Yeah,
2: yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Um going through the planet core is cool. That's That sequence is fun.
1: There's some cool... There's much yeah. more cooler action in that one, definitely. And
0: then they rescue Padme, and that's kind of fun. Uh, they escape from Naboo. That's a cool sequence where we see all the R2 units get blown off yeah. the ship. Yeah. Like, there's actual... Like, there's actual like along the way, yeah. it's peppered with these fun yeah, moments, that's, right? That's we true. get to Tatooine. We get the pod race, which is too long, but it is fun. Like, yeah. there's cool stuff in there. Um, it's too long. Like, the break is too long in between, but... Uh, then we get the awesome fight between Qui-Gon and Darth Maul on Tatooine, cool. right? Yeah. Um I like that fight better than the duel of fates one at the end. Yeah. Uh and then and then we're in for a long stretch of boring stuff. Um but then we go back to to Naboo and we have the big battle at the end of the movie. It's three battles going on at once, which is classic Star Wars, right? Yeah. So like it like The Phantom Menace has all of those elements. Attack of the Clones starts with the assassination attempt the first assassination attempt and then the second one pretty soon after. And then Nothing Nothing happens huh. until Obi-Wan is on Camino and yeah. confronts Django Fight, which there's like an hour in there. Yeah. Where nothing like happens. Like nothing.
2: Yeah.
1: Whoa.
0: Um
1: And there's no multiple battles.
0: No, at the same but, time. Yeah. No, there's one battle There's one happening.
1: battle. It yeah. just is the...
0: Yeah. So wow. and, then, and then after that sequence, it's forever until we get to the droid factory. And then yeah. from the droid factory until the end of the movie, it's... That's it fun. It, pretty it, is, it is
1: pretty fun. But, like, yeah, nothing yeah. really happens
2: in this movie. Anakin
0: and Padme don't do anything interesting yeah. from the time that Zam Wessel is defeated until the droid factory which is roughly an hour and a half
1: there's yeah and there the thing that bothers me too is where he's like i need to go to tatooine and then the next scene they're just like on tatooine Mm -hmm. i don't know there's just things that just like
0: i guess he slaughters some tuscans in in the yeah
1: but but that wasn't like um
0: yeah no i mean it's not exciting we didn't actually get to see it
2: yeah
0: um yeah so it's a boring movie but the last half an hour is pretty awesome yeah, yeah. The droid factory is kinda eh. But the the the, the arena fight, battle is awesome. The arena
1: battle is is something that I remember quite fondly from the prequels. Yeah. Like that's something I do remember. Um and I remember enjoying it. Inspired
0: and directly by John Carter. I
1: was gonna say when I watched John Carter, that was the part I liked about John Carter was that it reminded me of, of
0: Attack of, of the Attack Clones. Of Clones. And yeah. yeah. It's this. It's this it's, 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 yeah. It is so interesting because John Carter is very much inspired by the prequels, <laughs> yeah. the movie John Carter, yeah. which is inspired by John Carter. Yeah, yeah the Edgar oh. Rice Burroughs Princess of Mars yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we should we should just watch John Carter in the midst of this Star oh, Wars totally. ranking and just rank it with Star Wars.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, it ranks higher than any of these prequels, but it is itself a Star Wars prequel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at that movie, it's 100% oh, yeah. a Star Wars prequel. Oh, higher. yeah. Um,
1: I am so devastated that they just botched that whole series. Like, that would have been so
0: cool. Yeah. It,
1: is it going to come around again? Do you think somebody uh, else is going to get the rights to it? Not as a movie necessarily, but maybe like a oh, the next HBO thing
2: or something? Y- <laughs>
0: it would be the best next hbo thing like like now that now that uh, game, of game of thrones is done, is done if, if you, they did a john
1: carter series on if hbo if you
0: did yeah. a princess of mars as an hbo game of thrones full frontal nudity
1: yeah like full type on, of thing. Yeah. like
0: like if you actually adapted the source material and you didn't yeah. tone it down yeah. it had all of the violence all of the sex all of the yeah. the, the political stuff that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be incredible. Yeah. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> wow. Well. But Game of Thrones was probably never gonna happen at some point too. Yeah. And who knows what will happen in the future? But, um, yeah. Oh man. Now I'm just upset that we live in a world where that's not happening. But
1: I mean, somebody—I feel like Game of Thrones is de- or um, HBO needs their next thing. Like they need to know they have a very specific niche that they're. Look, to like.
0: HBO. Uh, I'm not doing anything <laughs> right now, and I would be more than happy to executive produce yeah. that. I don't um, know who, has the,
1: who has the rights to it? You can though.
0: go back and listen to the full catalog of Quiver to see how good I would be at running a show. <laughs> Certainly better than anybody running a show on the CW. Um, yeah i oh man that would be so good i don't want to talk about star wars now i just want to talk about (laughs) john carter i yeah it and then the end battle with the with the clones and the battle droids is great um and everything's awesome up until yoda shows up with a lightsaber which at the time at the time when i was a kid i thought was the coolest and when i say kid i was like 16 or 17 at the time and I thought it was so rad. I thought Yoda flipping around doing his frog jumps and spinnies with uh, with a lightsaber was super cool. Now I look at it and I go, as I look at a cup that has Yoda with his yeah, lightsaber yeah, yeah. out, every time I see Yoda with a lightsaber, I groan. Yeah. It just, I mean, like, there's some good stuff in the Clone Wars with him, but all of the great stuff in the Clone Wars with him has nothing to do with a lightsaber. Um
1: It would have been okay if Yoda had never used a
2: lightsaber.
0: Yoda with a lightsaber is a prime example of why the prequels are broken and why George Lucas should not have directed those movies. In fact, he shouldn't have written the stories either. He should have given his treatments to somebody else to write those movies. Um, I mean, if anything, The Force Awakens proves that he should have brought Lawrence Kasdan back. To write mm-hmm. those movies for him. But I, I, same with Solo. I mean, like, my the three of my favorite Star Wars movies yeah. are, actually, did he write, did Lawrence Kasdan write Return of the Jedi as well? I don't
2: know. I think he did. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, like, my favorite Star Wars movies are all Lawrence Kasdan oh, okay. Star Wars yeah. movies. Um, that's where the great dialogue and right. interesting themes comes from. It doesn't come from George. George created a world and was visionary in the sense of, like, of realizing that science fiction world on screen. Mm -hmm. But then everything that comes after that is all of the great people that he surrounded himself with, which was his greatest skill, was finding these people. And, I mean, like, the prequels absolutely have those elements. And we talked about this when we were watching the movie. The prequels are full of a lot of really talented people doing their best to, to make something it, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Right. Um, but it just doesn't happen. So I don't know. It's so much like season eight of game of Thrones, <laughs> where it's like at a certain point it's, it's like the Ouroboros, right? The the symbol for infinity, the snake eating its tail. It's like uh, you start at the head of the snake which is the most powerful part of the snake. And then eventually you get to the tail until you get back to the head of the snake, which is eating the tail. Yeah. And that's why, that's what happens when these stories go on too long. You start with a new hope and empire and Jedi. And it's like, wow, this is incredible. And then you have 20 years between those movies for star Wars to go from being a series of films to um, a cornerstone of pop culture. And really modern mythology. I mean, like, when you think about modern mythology, there are a couple of corner- There, mm-hmm. Let's point out three that are really easy to point out. Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. Like, these are three cornerstones of modern mythology. And, Lord, like, of and Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, there you go.
1: And the um, Chronicles of Narnia, I would argue as well. I, lesser, to a lesser extent.
0: Chronicles but... of Narnia doesn't didn't shape anything. Chronicles of Narnia is great storytelling, but it didn't... I don't think that people made decisions oh, okay. about their storytelling in the future based on, as heavily on maybe Chronicles maybe, of Narnia. Yeah. I'm sure that there were people that were inspired by it. Yeah. But Chronicles of Narnia itself was heavily influenced by J.R.R. Tolkien because well, the two of them yeah,
2: fair, yeah.
0: talk back and forth, right? But obviously Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I would say Lord of the Rings is definitely the fourth pillar of that because mm-hmm. Game of Thrones doesn't happen without Lord of the Rings, yeah. right? So when you look at stuff, you look at like these these four things... These are those are four pillars of modern mythological yeah. stories.
1: I would say that DC and Marvel are in the same category in a way that like there's like Star Wars, DC, Marvel, and like Lord of the Rings. I because you get your like superhero, your your fantasy I, I do
0: I don't think that that's true though because DC is very much Greek storytelling. It's Greek mm-hmm. mythology. Marvel is is modern myth. Okay. Marvel is the most modern myth. There are definitely some some of those elements that get borrowed within it but they get borrowed in the same way that like monomyth is is in everything Right. right but the the reason why i would set marvel apart is because marvel in its inception is mythological storytelling fueled by the advance of technology right right it's like the X-Men are the children of the atom, the fantastic four go into outer space and they're created by cosmic radiation, right, right? The Hulk is gamma, right like it's yeah the,
1: yeah that makes sense. It, yeah
0: it, it's very much like all of those characters Iron Man is is uh, uh, engineering and technology in human form, like literally
2: yeah
0: in human form. Um, yeah, like it's it's very much modern mythology um uh in, in terms of like like mm-hmm. contemporary sci-fi. Yeah. Um and the fact that Marvel stories are always of the time period that they're told in. Right. Right. Whereas DC stories work the best when they're timeless, when they're outside yeah. of time. Yeah. Like the animated stuff, the, the Bruce Timm animated stuff is like is it the 1930s or is it today? Because right. they have
2: right. technology
0: hey. that we have now, but the buildings are all art deco. What yeah. what is this, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the characters themselves are Greek myths. So, uh, some of them literally, I, but yeah, I, the problem with the prequels is that although there are the influences in Shakespeare and, and, um, uh i sort of renaissance storytelling and and all of that sort of stuff um most notably in the fact that they break from the three act structure that the original trilogy uses and they all three of the movies use a five act structure which like that's that's the shakespeare thing is that they are all in five acts um it it's it's not as clear when you watch star wars the a new hope it's super clear that that is a beat for beat remake of the hidden fortress by Akira Kurosawa with elements of these other films. Right. Like if like not everybody knows those films, but if like, if you did and in 1977, more people were familiar with those, with those movies. Um, it's certainly people who are going to go to a movie like star Wars. Right. Um, it's like, if you did something now that was beat for beat Iron Man. Right. Right. Like, like, I'm sure if we looked at the time period it's like it's been 10 years since I well 11 years now since Iron Man. There's probably around 11 years between Kurosawa's early stuff and Star Wars. Um is that right? Maybe. I I it's within that sort of time period. I it's so much less clear to the to the modern movie going audience that the prequels are inspired by Shakespeare. That they're meant to be, yeah. Because people
1: just write them off.
0: That and it's it's the like there are so many things in it for Shakespeare nerds that point to it. When Palpatine in the next movie uh, talks about um, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis, it's like he literally says, "Oh, hasn't have you ever heard the 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 story of the tragedy of Darth Plagueis?" Oh, right. It's like and that's yeah. a Shakespeare, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. like that's a direct reference. Yeah. Um, yeah. It. <sighs> It it's so obvious once you unlock that that sort of that codex to it, but it but it wasn't obvious to the audience at the time. I don't think it's obvious to a lot of people now. Yeah, and that's where those movies really fail the most. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I Attack of the Clones is it better than the Phantom Menace?
1: You, you had a an interesting like twist there where you were yeah. like. The Phantom Menace actually is less boring than Attack of the Clones. It's
0: less boring, but which movie is better?
1: I mean, that's a high metric for me—is the like boring factor of sure. a movie. I don't know. I just I really like Hayden Christensen, and I really like the the scene, the like Coliseum. The scene. Coliseum stuff, yeah.
0: And I, I love like the Obi Wan stuff. Yeah, like his film noir story in the middle of the movie. It's pretty cool. Is, yeah, is, yeah, is yeah, yeah. the
1: way that he works. Um,
0: yeah, Ewan McGregor is great yeah uh Tamora Morrison morrison's Django fett is is yeah. great yeah um i love all of that stuff if you could just lift out the anakin padme stuff yeah i think that that's a good movie yeah. and i think that with the phantom menace there's no one part of that movie that you could remove let it be yeah. And and make yeah. that a tighter film. Yeah, yeah. That story is what it is. Yeah. And there's no getting away from the yeah. like it's all so linear and yeah, and, yeah. And, and like interwoven yeah. that it's like okay it is what it is.
2: Yeah.
0: Um to me it's like it's so much further away from being great. Than Attack of the Clones is. But they
1: should have done something... Like, Attack of the Clones... Yeah, because the stuff with Anakin and Padme is just that, like, they didn't know how to tell a love story mm-hmm. that was in any way interesting. Because them sitting around in fields and talking is not, no. like, what is interesting. Like, that is just... Well,
0: and we, we talked about the idea that uh, when their dads are seeing them off yeah, <laughs> at yeah, the yeah. beginning of the movie, when they, when they get on the refugee ship and they fly away, um, and... Anakin goes, I just hope he doesn't, or Obi-Wan goes, I hope he doesn't do something stupid, and, uh, or I think he says reckless, but, yeah. and, uh, and, and, um, oh, what's his the name? The other
1: dude. I've never known his
0: name. Uh, is he Captain Typho? Uh, yeah, I that think he's Captain weird. Typho. I, turns to him and says, I'd be more worried about her than him. And that's, you don't see that. That but... is, it, but and that's exactly it, and that's yeah. the problem with the prequels as a whole, is that there's so much work done to tell and not Mm -hmm. show. Yeah. And it doesn't come across at all that in the story, in George's head, what he saw Mm -hmm. was these two obviously fall in love because they're way more alike than anybody's giving them credit for. Like, nobody's paying attention to how similar they are. But, like, think about Padme in The Phantom Menace, and it's like, your planet is occupied... I if you go back there, they will execute you. Like you escaped, so they didn't kill you because you got away. Yeah. But when you tried to get away, they tried to kill you. They shot at your starship, and if they had hit it, you you would have have died.
2: died. Yeah.
0: They were trying to kill you. They want to kill you. And she goes, Yeah, but they're my people. I'm going back to fight for them anyways. Yeah. That's a very Anakin thing to do. But it's not clear at no point does George Lucas do a good job of showing us that that the two of them think very similarly? Yeah. All he does is talk about it a couple of times and show us how different they are. Yeah. I'm a senator. You're a Jedi. And they talk about it a lot, too. But, Uh, yeah. It'll never work. Well, except that the two of us are peas in a pod. Like, let's go. And then at the very end of the movie, you do get the moment of... um. Of her saying, "Oh, this is aggressive negotiations, right?" Right. Like, yeah, when she whatever. calls it's back like, to yeah, her, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, when he's like, "What do you call this? Aggressive yeah, yeah, negotiations?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: But there could have been so many things besides them sitting around and talking that they could have shown, like even just in the activities that they were doing, that they're similar in what they like.
0: Here's an idea: they're on a ship, right, traveling as refugees. A refugee ship has probably got some uh, nefarious
1: folks, or like refugees probably, that need help, or yeah,
0: yeah. Some it, you have some downtrodden people, and you have some people willing to take advantage of those downtrodden people. Something that Anakin, knowing we're undercover, we need to keep a low profile. I can't do anything about this, but I want to so badly. Yeah, right. Just seething with his Anakin Skywalker smoldering hatred yeah. of these people who are hurting these other people. Um, treating them like slaves, let's yeah. say, and wanting to do something about it and, and going to turn to Padme and say, I really wish I could do something. She's not there. And he looks over and she's knocked some guy out.
1: Yeah. Or right? something. Right. Where and it's, it's like... like,
0: oh, and, th- and then he smiles of right. like, this is why I'm falling in love with her. Right. Not because she's pretty. And I saw her when I was 10 years old and I thought yeah. she was pretty back then. And I think she's pretty now.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. <sighs> really feel like i could fix these movies but again (laughs) like i said when we were watching this is 20 year old 2020 hindsight yeah i've had a lot of time to think about how to make these stories better but um but i think that's actually a scene that you could just add in though if you were doing like a novel or something you could just add that back in um, you could yeah. do a
1: lot. I wonder if, yeah, you could just do a lot. Those actors still exist. Yeah. They still look <laughs> relatively the same. <laughs>
0: well, like I, yeah, I, Natalie Portman looks identical. <laughs> okay.
1: So does Hayden Christensen. Yeah. You could just reshoot. You
0: think he, think he looks identical. I think he looks pretty.
1: I think that you should just go back and reshoot the Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen seasons yeah. in the second movie. It would be, like, phenomenal. So that's why it does win over it, uh, Phantom Menace.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it would be great if they, instead of the stupid scene where she's talking about, is that in the deleted scenes? She'd talk about the boy that she she liked. Oh,
1: yes, she did. She did, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Instead of having them sit in a field and talk about that, how about, we're undercover, no one's supposed to know we're back on Naboo, you run Run into into her old boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. At which point, Anakin is like... On the one hand, he's like, "I don't like this guy because it's your ex-boyfriend, and I'm in love with you, and I'm possessive because i must I was raised as a slave, and I don't know how to socialize." I was first, he was raised as a slave, and then he was raised in the Jedi Temple. No one ever taught this kid how to talk to human beings. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: fair. Um.
0: And but it, like, so he's mad at, on that, but then he's like, "This guy's gonna blow our cover."
2: Yeah.
0: And so he wants to do something about it, and yeah. maybe he does, and then Padme gets mad at him. Yeah. Right? Like,
1: there's just like Much better, better scene. that you
0: can do. A much better scene. Oh <sighs> my God. Anyways. Um, Why so... do we love this franchise. It just hurts <sighs> us. <laughs> <laughs> because it is great.
1: Yeah. I just. The thing that has made me instantly love the prequels is this idea of what you put on something as an audience member. And yeah. this is what you're talking about with the Clone Wars. And I believe and this is why I had always why I had kept the Clone Wars for a year and a half because yeah. you had told me that it does all this and I fully believe that. The thing that has has made the prequels better for me is when somebody said that this sequels these like from Force Awakens onwards is a reverse telling of the prequels and i really like that idea and i hope that it comes to fruition
0: it's not going to
1: i really want it to though <laughs> but just even that idea yeah. that like the idea of that kind of storytelling made me like the prequels more so
0: i'll say right now i'll be very shocked if kylo ren is redeemed if he is redeemed he'll he'll It'll be a sacrificial act.
2: Yeah, he'll
0: die. Yeah, um, of course. But if that happens, then something will happen with the Knights of Ren, and one of them or two of them will become the new Sith. Mm. I'm much more interested to see how they turn Kylo all the way and and push him down to down the Darth path. And he becomes a Sith Lord by the end of this. He, like, he rebuilds the Sith Order. Interesting. Um, because that's, like, that's where you gotta leave this story. Is really? With, yeah. Is with the, the Sith and the Jedi at odds again. Like, mm-hmm. both building power at the same time. Okay. But, um, if you want to keep telling stories. Uh, if if this galaxy I keeps this going. Is
1: like, the end of this.
0: Of the Skywalker Saga. Yeah. yeah yeah. But, and that's why like I don't know, that's that's kind of why it has to like Kylo has to die. But if you're saying that it's the end of the Skywalker saga, but they also said that Revenge of the Sith was the end of the Skywalker saga. This is a marketing thing. It's not reality. It's it's what they want us to believe.
1: Do people not believe that the Rise of Skywalker is Kylo Ren rising? Nobody believes that
0: uh, because I it's technically a Skywalker. I don't I don't think that anybody wants to see that. I think very few people want to see that i think more people want like him as a bad guy i here's the thing he's very irredeemable <laughs> after the things that he said to ray in that last movie mm. i have no interest in forgiving right. this guy yeah, yeah, right. and even leia like luke is like i can't i can't save him right. and leia goes like i know
2: yeah
0: i'm aware yeah like he's he's gone Yeah. This isn't Anakin Skywalker. This is a different situation. Yeah. Look at Anakin's story. Anakin's story, as we're watching it right now, is I love people. I don't want to let them go. Right. I'm afraid to lose the people that I care about. I lost my mother. Now I'm afraid I'm going to lose Padme. Right. Palpatine comes along, preys on that weakness, on that fear, turns that fear into anger, anger into hatred, hatred Mm -hmm. into suffering. Right. Yeah. I... It's a it's a slope that he slips down. Yeah. Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, everything a person could ever want. Yeah. His parents are famous, they're yeah. war heroes, his mother is a senator in the in the new republic, they're rich.
2: Yeah.
0: He's a he's a trust fund kid. Yeah. But not only is he a trust fund kid, he's a trust fund kid mm-hmm. whose dad is a race car driver. <laughs> yeah. Like, because that's Han Solo's story post Return of the Jedi. Right. He goes, I-, I don't know what to do with myself. And he becomes, a, like, he races the Millennium Falcon and then later other ships. <laughs> like, he becomes a race car driver in his older age. Yeah, that's cool. And then he, like, runs a race team right like that's the story up until i don't think i knew that oh it's in the novels it's in the oh, okay okay and then and then ben destroys the temple and then han and right. leia fight split and he right. goes off and be- becomes a spungler again right. and she leads a resistance right right in the midst of all of that ben solo who's had has everything he's ever wanted uh not not to mention the fact that he's got Two of the coolest parents in the galaxy.
2: Uh,
0: uncle. His his uncle is the greatest Jedi master who's ever lived, if you listen to the legends. Yeah. Right? And he has the same power that, that Luke yeah. does. And as he grows up, he learns, not only do I have the same power, I'm actually more powerful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you ask me, that's the combination of the Skywalker genetics and the solo lock. Oh,
2: yeah, like, you yeah, put those two true, things yeah. together, it's yeah. like,
0: you never lose. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Snoke comes along and says, come with me. I'll make you the most powerful person in the galaxy. Right. And not necessarily, like, turn to the dark side, because the whole point of Snoke, Snoke's teachings is, like, is both.
2: Right. It's like, you Maybe, like. Yeah.
0: Like you need to like ride the line. You need to use the dark side when it when it's useful to you. You need to use the light side when it's useful. It's that's very subtextual in The Force Awakens, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Um I do like the idea that it's like he is succumbing to the light side. That that is one of those things that is the reverse of Anakin Skywalker. So I agree with that. But um but he chooses yeah. in The Last Jedi the dark side. Yeah. Ray puts it in front of him and says, like, we can we we can do this now. Like, we're, you're free of this monster. Let's save everybody. We can save everybody. We did it. Return of the Jedi. We did it. It happened right, yeah. just now. We finished the trilogy one movie early. Yeah. And then Kylo Ren goes, no, 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 I want to be the bad guy.
2: <laughs>
0: and she's like, don't, please, come on. I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. Because she doesn't want to be a hero, right? Yeah. And he goes, no, I. this is who I'm meant to be. I'm supposed to be Darth Vader. He because, chooses to be Darth did, Vader.
1: Because otherwise, killing his dad didn't mean anything.
0: Sure. I don't know. But he killed his father.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? And, like, and she says to him, why did you hate Han Solo? And he's like, I didn't hate Han Solo. I just had to kill him in order to become more powerful. That's worse than Anakin. Yeah, that's fair. Anakin did the opposite. Anakin was killing other people. He kills Mace Windu to save Padme. Right. Kylo kills his father, Han Solo, the most beloved character in all of Star Wars, to a lot of people. <laughs> in order to what? Yeah. Be stronger in the dark side? Yeah. Be stronger with the Force? Yeah. To what end? You already have the First Order, and you already you guys can already conquer... You don't need to be any more powerful than you already are. You can stop blaster bolts with your mind. And yet he's like, I want more. That character's not redeemable as far as I'm concerned.
2: Okay.
0: the, the they have a lot of uphill work to do in this last movie if they're gonna get me to to, to swallow that pill.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: You just want to see them make out. I, that's all it's about to you. You just want them to kiss. <laughs> Daisy Ridley's on my side. <laughs> she said that this week. She's okay. she's she doesn't like Raylo. But her point is less about you know him being irredeemable, more about like it's that's not important. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, not, a it's, not, it's story. not a romantic there story. There is a romantic story but in the sequels. It's between Poe and Finn. Yeah, but no, it's between yeah, Finn yeah, and Rose, yeah, right? Yeah. But. Um, and now that and there's a new character coming into this to this new one um
1: it doesn't even have to be it's just they're just so interesting, I guess like villains that are like interesting villains are good. I don't know because if he wants to be I'm, like I, his dad that or like his grandpa, like if he yeah. wants to be like Anakin, that's the thing for me is that like when he finds out what Anakin is,
0: he the- knows already. But he knows know. the whole story. Oh. There's no mystery there for him. That's the thing. Is that, like, he... it's This is what we were talking about before. Is, was that in the pre-show? Yeah. Maybe. He knows the history. He doesn't understand the lesson. Right, yeah. That's, right? Yeah. He didn't learn the... He listened to Luke, yeah. but he didn't take it to heart. Yeah. And so he's infatuated with this idea that he has in his head that's very different from the reality. Yeah. Which is that Darth Vader single-handedly destroyed the Jedi Order and conquered the galaxy. Right. That's what he sees. Right. He doesn't see that Darth Vader was a monster that lost everything he cared about in the pursuit of saving everything. Yeah. Like, he sees it as triumphant. Yeah. Not as a tragedy. Right. Right. Which is, yeah. So... He's lost. He's truly lost. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I don't, I just don't see that character. It, it, there could be a pivotal moment where he comes back from it and saves the day at the very end of the movie. Um, I do maintain that, it, that it's entirely possible that Rey flipping on to like flipping over the Tie Fighter isn't her jumping over the Tie Fighter to attack it or something. It's her jumping on top of the Tie Fighter as and they gonna fly off and to go. That's the thing for me it is it that
1: they're doing some sort of like drill or something and being like we could be more powerful together or something. Like it's going to be something really cool. When I they hope do it's it not a
0: training montage. Well, I, I hope, hope there are no training five montages five. in the third movie. But
1: that it's something very intentional that yeah. he knows that that's what she's going to do. Yeah, because.
0: He doesn't fire. He
1: doesn't fire on her. So it's a very intentional thing where it's like, we're gonna go do this thing together and this is how we're gonna That's how I see it as well. And I think it would be really cool if that's the case where they have
0: to. In those Vanity Fair pictures there is a picture of the two of them fighting in the rain on top of the Millennium Falcon. That's cool. So what's that? What's that all about? I don't know.
1: The thing is you can the like, I don't know, things that bring people together or whatever are like you can still like fight and then have like a common enemy that you
0: like but they don't have a common enemy there's no but they
2: can find a common enemy maybe
0: maybe anyways he is the enemy uh he is the enemy he's the only enemy left um unless Palpatine is somehow still alive but I don't think that's the case I so Attack of the Clones better than The Phantom Menace if you had to watch one of those two movies right now which one would you rather watch
1: oh Attack of the Clones yeah yeah 100%. Yeah.
0: Cuz I can get up and make a sandwich during the Anakin Padme stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like if... I'll just be
0: making sandwiches the whole time I'm watching <laughs> Phantom Menace. <laughs> Cuz I have a lot of sandwiches. Yeah, yeah.
1: Cuz I just like I don't want to watch the Phantom Menace again. Yeah. I get like it's it's fine. Yeah. I again I might have it with the different eyes if I know the coolness of Darth Mall, but I
0: don't. So no, because nothing in the Phantom Menace informs anything in yeah, so like, other than the yeah. th- what I said today, which is yeah. him going like at last we'll reveal ourselves, right? right? Yeah. That's all you need to know about that character. Yeah. yeah. And so, then Obi Wan no. cuts him in half. Attack
2: of,
0: attack of the Clones. But, okay, cool. So right now the ranking is number one, Attack of the Clones. Number two, The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. So far we're in reverse order. Yeah. I think that trend will continue next week, because <laughs> um, Revenge of the Sith is. It's definitely better than these two movies. <laughs> but it's very long and it's boring in the sense that it's only fighting. That's <laughs> yeah. all that happens in this next yeah. movie. So um, cool. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Thunderquack Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can head to thunderquack.com to check out all the other podcasts in the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Uh, and of course, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thunderquack, on Twitter at thunderquacknet, and on Instagram at podcast.
1: You can also follow us individually. I'm at Akonkin, A K O N K I N. You can add an 86 to that for Instagram.
0: I am at Arkwolf, A R K W U L F, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, go check out our YouTube later this week uh, or possibly earlier this week for, uh, for the Aladdin reviewed. I uh, uh, episode that's up uh, on there. Um, of course, if you are a Patreon supporter at five dollars or above, it'll be in your feed as well. I. Uh, if you like what you hear, you can support us in two ways. First, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch. Uh you get a t-shirt, you get a mug, you get a scarf, you get a. I should get a comforter for this. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Cause then we
1: can have. Because like it's, like, it's uh, a, it's like a bed.
0: It's yeah. a like a day bed kind of a day bed yeah it's kind of a day bed um and it's just got a boring generic comforter on it right now like a
1: cool thunder But we should
0: totally get a thunder comforter for it um awesome that's a great idea i'm so glad i came up with that idea see go to store.thundercrack.com. check out all the awesome stuff they're the great designs and great designs that's very self-serving i apologize for that i designed all that stuff check out all of the stuff that's inspired by our great podcast yeah there you go um i designs i'm proud of but i shouldn't call my own designs great Mm,
1: um please don't put them up unless you think they're great though yes of course
0: no but it's just i'm just not allowed to say it out loud okay i yeah go check all that stuff out and uh, and you might be inspired to redecorate your house with some awesome thundercrack stuff Mm -hmm. I, the other way to support us is by heading to patreon.com slash Thunderquack as so many of you already do. Thank you so much to all of our new Patreon supporters. Hey. Um, I, I hoped that our changes would, would inspire some people to subscribe that hadn't subscribed before, as well as some people to increase their pledge amounts. And you guys did um not only that but i uh, soon we will have a second microphone because Yay. i because of the support of a very specific listener Ooh. but i'll wait until we have the second microphone to give him a shout out nah. but he knows who he is and he's awesome and uh currently my favorite person on the planet that's exciting other than my daughter and my unborn daughter <laughs> i And I think he understands. Uh, But he's ranking higher than my wife right now. (laughs) Uh, Cool. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you next week. May the force be with you. Did you think about that ahead of time? I
1: sure did. I've been sitting here for a while being
0: like, okay, what can I do?